not used to that. Dude. I, I love that we uh, still use that intro to begin everything, but I'm still not used to it. I didn't hear any of that, dude. You didn't like, hear you completely any? Cut, you completely cut out. Really? I didn't hear nothing. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear nothing. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Huh. So I didn't have to listen to Skinner? You didn't have to listen to Skinner. Hey, there was a good thing about a technical issue. It wouldn't be yeah. our podcast if it wasn't a technical issue. Yeah. Hey, Welcome in. A frown upside down. Exactly. Yeah. Welcome in to Save the Planet, everybody. As long as you all heard it, that's all that matters. Indeed. Welcome in. This is a uh, a week to kind of chill out, max and relax after one hell of a weekend. Indeed. Great weekend. My goodness. It was, dude, I'll be honest. I haven't had such an overall great weekend in so long. Like, I'll have good days. Don't get me wrong. I'll yeah. have a lot of bad days, too. Don't we all? Definitely. But when it comes to just like an overall from start to finish, um, Weekend starting from Friday and ending on Sunday. This was like a top fiver. It was a great weekend. It was very good. Very good. Hey, how's it going? It's Keith over at MadFest 2022. J-Bomb's here too, but he's walking around sneaking. He's, it's really easy for him to sneak around and stuff. Anyways, here at MadFest 2022, like I said... We are going to be cutting in and out throughout the episode to share some of the sound bites of what's going on here. Right now, Heavy Hitters is playing here in the background if you want to listen in for just a minute. Still early on here at the Mad Fest, so we'll be cutting it in and out some more. Just keep listening to the episode for more awesome sound bites. Stick here. We got, we got to hang out the, for the weekend. We did. It was fun. I got to see my boy. Yeah. My boy, uh, my co co host, my partner in uh, Saving the Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Save the Planet, everyone. I'm Keith. Hi. That's J Bomb. The. Uh, Welcome in. Endorsed by Mountain Artist Democracy. Go mad. Go mad. That is echoed tenfold after this past weekend. Indeed. What a time, dude. Oh my goodness. It was a wild weekend. Man. <coughs> hey, Patreon, thanks to Shane Johnston for continuing to be a one and only patron at the moment. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Love seeing you there at MadFest. It was really cool. Love yeah. you, love uh, you I hanging spent, out. I, I spent too much time with, uh, <laughs> with, with him and Skinner and everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you came up here on Wednesday. No. And you were here all weekend up until Sunday. Yeah, I left Sunday probably about 1, 2 o'clock. Yeah, there was no way I was going to be like, you get fine, you just get home. And then I was going to be like, hey, it's time to do a podcast now. There was no fucking way. I would have told you to piss off. <laughs> I know, I know. And then yesterday, or technically, we are a day late. Apologies for that, everybody. You're going to be listening to this on Wednesday. We were recording the day before, the night before, actually. So this is very, very fresh. 
Um, but apologies for not having this up yesterday. Last night in particular, whenever we were going to record, to have it on Tuesday, I was actually feeling kind of sick to my stomach. And I also took a nap, so I told J-Bomb, just blame it on me being a narcolep- narcoleptic. That's fine. We do it all the time well, anyways. Narcoleptic, yeah. So. But yeah, that's what happened. There was absolutely no way I was going to be. I was gonna tell J-Bomb after the weekend that we've just had that, yeah, you better hurry your ass home and then we're going to do a podcast because, yeah, he would have probably told, like he said, he would have told me to fuck off and then we yeah. would have been upset. <laughs> Well, yeah, I right. would have been upset. And I mean, honestly, dude, it, it just hasn't stopped for me still. You know, we're, we're recording on some Tuesday, and I still have not had time to chill. I've because, ch- I mean, as soon as I got home Sunday, I, went, I dropped Pops off at his house and went straight and picked up my kids and brought them home, had to cook them dinner, you know, get them settled. I, I mean, I didn't stop. And then got up Monday, went to work, grocery shopping and all that. And today, you know, work. Yeah. Uh, also, Monday was uh, football and cheer practice, and today at work, and mowing grass and, and football practice. It's just been non-fucking stop. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I, I I have had more time to unstress. I don't have kids. My job isn't that strenuous or whatever. So I have had some time to kind of relax and everything. But I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. The adrenaline from how good the weekend was if it's starting to sort of die down now I'd be surprised mm. because I'll tell you one thing for at least two or three days well two days after today not so much I was quote I was doing the quote of I might be tired as uh, sleepier than a bear but I'm happier than a pig and shit yeah and I'm I mean, still, I've still been riding that high from, from the week. It's been you know? a natural high ever since then. And, yeah. you know, it's. I think it's just now for me starting to come down. But it's still there. I still definitely feel, I still both definitely feel tired and I'm very, very happy about it. And we'll get into all this, um, we'll get into all this madness. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Um, Total pun we, intended. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> As we continue on, but I want to ask you, how was your drive up here on Wednesday? So this is usually how was your week stuff, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. How was the drive coming? No, yeah, coming up from where you live. It, it was good. Um, you know, I started out that day having to go to work. Yeah, um, you were busy that day. Yeah, I had to go to work. Um, usually, I get pissed off when it's raining because a lot of my customers won't let me spray when it's raining. Um, so I called those customers, and they was like, yeah, I don't want you spraying today. And I was like, well, I'm going out of town today mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of the month. And they was like, oh, okay, well, just get me for the month. Pick me back up in August. So I was like, yes. Yes. So that cut like two, three hours of my day off, um, so I didn't work much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had one customer I couldn't do until, I think it was, he wouldn't be home until 3, uh, 3, 3.30. So I, I, I took the smart decision. I went and got Pops. Brought him to my house, and we packed up the van with the amount, a massive amount of stuff that we had to bring. You really had a lot of stuff to bring up here. I did. Hauling that um, van. Yeah, so we packed all that up. Um, then I had to go to the office and get my paycheck. Um, and then after that, uh, I had Pops with me, was in my van, and stopped at a customer's house and sprayed his house before I came, came in that way. So it was, 
you know, cops had to sit in the van while I went to work. Um, and as soon as we was done with that, we, we hit the road and headed to, headed to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it was a smooth trip. Me and pops, we always just, we're either jamming to music or we're talking each other's heads off. So it, it made for a smooth kind of quick trip. Um, so that was nice. Cause I mean, it is a two over two and a half hour drive uh, for me to get up there. So anything to keep my mind occupied is, is a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think we got up there. I think we got the Skinner's about eight, eight thirty. Uh, so it wasn't even dark yet. So yeah, we it was a good trip. It was, it was a nice, smooth trip. No hiccups, no problem. Plus, I had an easy pass, so I didn't have to pay for y'all's crazy tolls. Let me tell you yep. something about those damn tolls, dude. They went up at the beginning of this year too. Yeah, they bumped them up to four twenty-five. They did a toll. Yeah. And I would love to come back down there, but uh, hold on. Ugh. Thought I was gonna sneeze. <laughs> uh. My bad. But yeah, I I would love to come back down there a lot more too. But I am not paying because the the one time that I did, the tolls were ran me round trip maybe about forty bucks. Yeah. And now uh, and now they're about twenty. Now they're twenty five cents more. There's no fucking way. And I don't and I don't use Easy Pass. I don't travel that much, which would be nice if I did. But I don't. I don't make much money to enough money to travel safely, yeah. especially where gas think, prices are so much. I think it would be cheaper if I just put my Easy Pass in a box and just mailed it to you. <laughs> Maybe. Like whenever you plan on coming, I'll just mail you my Easy Pass. <laughs> Honestly, it might be cheaper, dude. Because... It would be cheaper to mail it, yeah. And then the the thing will but... cost me thirty bucks to mail you a little tiny ass lightweight Easy Pass. <sighs> Hell, I might take you up on that offer. Let's talk after the after show about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. You gotta think about it. <laughs> Skinner, uh, I was asking him uh, whenever y'all first got there, hey, let me know whenever J-Bomb's there, you know. Let me know. So I wait. I wait a couple hours. I was still awake miraculously. I was just waiting for Skinner to message me back. I was a little frustrated because then, because he never did, and by the time he finally answered me, it was like eleven o'clock, and I'm like, I still freak out ever since I had my mini accident earlier this year about driving at night. So he was like, "Yeah, you can come on down," but it was like eleven thirty or something like that, and I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't like to drive in the dark as much anymore." Yeah, I don't, and I got a new car. <laughs> I think Skinner was just so excited to see us. For one, he didn't check his phone. Hell, I didn't check mine for a little while. That's when what I he checked said. mine, you had, had you had sent something in our little group chat we made with uh, Neiman and Vagabond yeah. and Pops about he was mad at Skinner for ignoring you. <laughs> I looked he at Skinner and I was red. like, dude, check your phone. <laughs> he left me on red. I was so upset <laughs> because I was but, like, like, I want to see he, you. He was so really bad. excited though, dude. Like he took us first. It was just we was going to the gas station mm-hmm. to get get some drinks for the night you know just get a couple of waters and some pops and stuff like that he had pops then he was like no uh while we're up this way i'll just go ahead and take pops up to where we have hell in the hills since he's never seen the place so we rode all the way up to the cabin that's right pops has never been there pops has never been so he took him up to the cabin showed him the cabin we sat in the driveway of the cabin and he told him you know Stories about you know what we've done there and and about the porch shots and all that. 
I still remember whenever like everyone was doing port shots the first year that was it, that it was there, and Skinner was kind of like not really wanting me to do it, <laughs> so I didn't. Why? I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't remember. But I particularly. Were you already drunk? I. You know what? If I remember that much, I probably wasn't drunk enough. No, that's I'll say true. that. If, so, you're, if you remember, then yeah, you wasn't drunk. He he was probably just worried because I'm his nephew, whatever. He didn't want to get me to get any of that alcohol in my eyes or something. But it was just like that's the point of a, a, a port shot. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. And that's also because Skinner can't pour for shit. No, he cannot. And ever since then, I make fun of him for it. Yeah, he can't pour for shit. Because he misses everything. You know, depending on... Depending on the person you are, or whatever it's not—it's e- not even that hard to miss an, an open mouth. Pops had a great idea. What, what was his idea? Pops was like, "What you need is a, is a giant funnel, like the size of your head." I thought of that. I was just thinking, like, why don't we have a funnel or whatever? But wouldn't that be kind of defeating the point of like just having your mouth wide open? And you know what? I'm not going to finish that sentence because that's going in a territory I don't <laughs> even want to think about. Mm-mm. Well, Pops' idea was cool, though. He's like, you take the funnel, and you draw a mouth on the inside of it. <laughs> okay. He... <laughs> you know, that's not half bad. I yeah, like just that. Just draw some teeth and a tongue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that there's something that I've Pinky's Brains currently playing here at MadFest 2022, back here again on the podcast. Hi guys, how's it going? Hopefully I'm not annoying you too much doing this, but if I am, tough. Just kidding. Just want to continue putting out there what we're doing here at MadFest. Like I said, Pinky's Brains in the background as I am talking. Got a lot of vendors, a lot of good food here. Just had some chicken tacos that were pretty friggin' great. So I'm hanging out here. We'll be back later on throughout the podcast. Continuing to cut in here and there so you all can get some of the experiences to what's going on. Be back soon. Can you imagine? I would I would do it really detailed, too. That'd be oh, re- yeah. gotta, really fucking gotta weird. Gotta detailed. Like, find somebody that knows how to airbrush and airbrush it. <laughs> like, Holy shit, dude. <laughs> we need one of those funnels to have... That has the funnel, has the long ass um, sh- uh, tube at the end. I like the beer bongs. The beer bongs, yeah, we need one of those. We do the not. Chopper need... has one that I've never, I've never seen one like it before. Which like, is just like, like a normal cup, mm-hmm. but the straw is built into it, so like you can just pull the cap off the bottom of it and pull the straw out, and boom, you got a, you got a beer bong. No shit. Yeah, it's pretty slick. He needs to bring that up. He he had it uh, he had it around his neck at dog days. Did you not notice it? I must not have. He had it on a lanyard around his neck. It just looked like a cup, unless he was taking you know beer bongs. Huh. I, I think by the time you got there, he was so messed up he wasn't drinking no more. He was he was far gone even when I got there. That's for sure. Whenever Connor and I got there, dude. When I got there, he was feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> He was just feeling good in general. That that well, that. I mean, partic- when I got there, he did two beer bongs back to back. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that will. 
And then whenever you all got settled down or whatever, it sounded like you all were up for a long time too, every night. We were. Like Yeah, I mean that first night and I mean me and Skinner both knew we had to be on the news Thursday morning. We had to be at the station by like ten forty five. And, you know, I had to get up that morning and take a shower, so I got up like eight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we went to sleep till almost five. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, like three, four hours of sleep that first night. And then the second night was, you know, me and Pops going to uh, a birthday party that Holly and Shane threw for me. Mm-hmm. So I was there pretty late. And then by the time I got to Skinner's, I was buzzing really good because I bought me a bottle of Jaeger and drank most of it by myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Breeder and them helped a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, by the time I got the Skinners, I was feeling really good. I barely remember getting the Skinners. Oh my God. It was great having Pops. He, he don't drink, so I had a designated driver anytime I needed it. Thank God for you, Pops. Yeah. Or I wouldn't have been Pops, you, I either would have crashed there or wouldn't have drank as much. True. Fair. Creature actually messaged me that night. He used to, he's like, I'm so hungover, or I am so drunk, man. <laughs> yeah i had him taking shots of jaeger dude oh my god yeah that's funny yeah i would have been there that day i really would have but you had to work though, i right? had to work yeah, yeah my my week wasn't over just yet i still had a couple more days of working whenever you got up here and of course hey, we uh, got to hang out friday we did and that's what i was about ready to get to but before i do that um how was going to that new station i've I've been to the other one, the other news station I was trying to get a job at. I've never been to uh, that one yet. I haven't even like tried to put in applications or stuff for that, but I've uh, that's probably the one I watched the most is WSAZ here in Charleston. Mm. How or was it Charleston y'all went to? Or did y'all go to Huntington? Uh we went to the Huntington one. Ah, uh, okay. Well, it's the same Charleston Huntington area. How it's how the same news station just a different different location right right yeah how was going up there and doing that how was that experience like i hadn't i had never stepped in a newsroom in my life really like they just they just let us in through a side door and took us to this narrow ass hallway and it was boom there was the newsroom Hmm. um and they just they made us sit back and we had to watch like four different other groups get interviewed first and we watched them do like a cooking show no it wasn't a cooking show segment it was like they had some kind of like weird like bill nye the science guy kind of guy Hmm. I was up there, and they were doing, like, little science projects with some kind of hair hair dryer or some shit. Um, so, I mean, we got to sit back and watch all that. And, I mean, I was just, I was like, this is cool. And I wasn't nervous at all sitting in that chair, joking around with Skinner and Pops. You know, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But Skinner was on edge the whole time he was sitting there, dude. I and I think him, him being so nervous made me a little nervous about it. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, like, I was cool. If he's not well, my used God, to... the longer we had to wait there, the worse he got, and I means the worse I got. You know. Yeah. He's not used so... to like being on TV or kind of stuff like that. And then us Martins, we love to overthink everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And if anybody watched that, you could tell. <laughs> uh, he he overthought a lot. <laughs> he he was yeah like to be to be kind. He was going a little bit like a thousand miles a minute. He was. Dude, he was starting to answer questions before they finished asking them. <laughs> so, like, I was having no room 
to to say anything. Yeah, you, you were know? you were just there, kind of. You you said a couple things, but the interview that they posted uh, from that news report, which is on their website, I believe, still, it was just it mostly Skinner, and then you you chimed in maybe at the end once or twice. I chimed in like three or four times. I think I, I counted them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like. I knew he was nervous, but I didn't realize how nervous until we got up there. Uh-huh. And when we sat down, like, I was a little nervous because of how Skinner was, but, like, they made me feel less nervous. Yeah, people on news really know how to do that. It's like they know how to do their job. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> well, they both were like, you know, when we start out, you can be looking at the screens, but after that, forget they're there, look at us, just have a normal conversation with mm-hmm. us. And I was like, sweet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we started out with, you know, all of us looking at the screen. And then after that, we didn't have to look at the screen no more. Right. Um, but, yeah, dude, I was about to answer the first question. And before I could speak a word, boom, Skinner was on it. <laughs> and then the next one, boom, Skinner was on it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> so I ended up just being that guy that would add things in that he was forgetting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he'd forget to say something like vendors or he forgot the address at one point. Like, I was just the one sliding that stuff in uh, <laughs> on occasion. And then I think the most I got to talk was uh, I brought up the speakers, you know, that we were going to have. Yeah, I remember that. And, like, Skinner was about to bring him up, and I cut him off and just said it. Yeah, because if you wouldn't have said something, you wouldn't have gotten anything at all said. Yeah, I would have looked like a little fucking stuffed animal just sitting on the couch, you know? <laughs> just just chilling. So, I mean, I had to say something. Yeah. <laughs> little stuffed table. You might, you 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 were been better off just put little Jackie in there at that point. Yeah, just put him in the chair and walk the hell away. <laughs> if it was skin- <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to lie. I wish, oh, God, I wish you would have done that. God. <laughs> You know how funny that would be just to see my uncle on TV and there's just a little little bomb puppet there. And I still have my microphone on in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is little Jackie in the background. Oh my god. If they would <laughs> if they would allow you to do that, oh man. I would watch that new station every day. I wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't <laughs> turn would it off. That would be great. That would be great. I would have retweeted that video from now until the day I died, J Bob. <laughs> the day I died. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would have been excellent. I think the most I got slide in besides that was I did bring up, you know, those that was a good thing to bring your family to. We had activities for the kids and, you know, the, the music, the vendors. We, you know, we had everything for, for everybody to enjoy. And that was, that was about the most I got out. <laughs> everything um, else was just Skinner going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Everything else was kind of, you know, a, a smile and wave kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The ping, like the penguins on Madagascar. Like, just smile and wave, boys. You ended um, up being the princess at the ball. Yeah. Now, before we got there, I did throw the idea at Skinner. I was like, what if we just hit, put me on your lap and we draw lines up by my mouth like a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy? And I could just sit on your lap through the whole thing and you could just have your hand on my back and like just act like you're, you know, <laughs> yeah, be the greatest ventriloquist ever. Um, which he thought was the most hilarious thing. God. Man, but, just I mean, imagine if it was little... cool, but I, I told Skinner, I was like, we do this next year. We're going to have to come up with a back and forth here, you know? Yeah, because you ain't taking up all this spot. Yeah. I would have... He needs family. And I mean, you know how Skinner is anyway. He's a very talkative guy. Yeah. He's, he's very talkative. So, you know, I guess getting him on something like that, he was 
like he told me before we went on, he's like, dude, that you're only up here for a couple minutes. He's like, but it feels like an eternity. And uh, I, I believe when he got up there, that's the way it feels to him because he's just rambling on and on and on, you know? I mean, yeah, I was going to be like, yeah, I guess it is, but I can tell you from experience, like, it's not. <laughs> like, I, I I don't have experience when it comes to, like, actually being at a radio, or a TV station, but being on radio yeah. and then also going to school for this stuff and actually kind of being on a school-wide uh, ra- uh, TV broadcast that goes on the air. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> it, I mean, uh, I'm, just, I ain't gonna he, lie. he just overthought like, like it a lot. I was a little nervous too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't as nervous as Skinner. <laughs> he, yeah, that's fair. He, which is really crazy because, from the sound of it, he was more nervous and jittery about that than he was about Madfest. I think he was. I mean, I think Madfest was just. He told himself he wasn't going to stress Madfest, and he didn't. I was so proud of him. Yes. Like, he let everybody do their job and stayed out of it, and, you know, only was involved when needed to. Mm-hmm. And it, it kept his stress level at, at a minimum. And he was he was, uh, he was he was cool as a cucumber that day, dude, and he had a blast when he got up on stage. Hell yeah. So before we get into Friday and Saturday and then your return home, mm. Let's talk about Save the After Show. <laughs> so for $3 a month, you get access to each and every episode of Save the After Show that we do on the PDY Patreon page. That is about 23 episodes, if you can include that one. Uh, okay, 22, because once again, still haven't uploaded that one that I said I'm going to make available for free. <laughs> I suck. Slacker. I shut up. You're lucky I woke <laughs> up for this. True. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ITSPDY. Go and listen right after this episode. Patreon.com slash ITSPDY. Become a patron today. Join Shane. Join Shane. Become another patron. $3 a month. He's all alone. Give him some company. Absolutely. It's just $3 a month, and you get to listen to every single episode that we've done so far and there that we will do from now on. Also, go, ch- go check out the Highlights channel. The It's not brand new anymore. It's been out for a couple weeks. But it's the Save the Planet podcast highlights on YouTube. We have seven shorts. They're all shorts, by the way. So less than a minute videos. You're not going to spend that much of your day watching us, which is understandable. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> so they're just about a minute of your time, but we have... Seven of the ten bands that played at Madfest. A little snippet of each and every one, including Heavy Hitters, which needs to get watched more. I thought Heavy Hitters... Heavy Hitters, I'll talk about it more whenever we get into it, but Heavy Hitters really impressed me. Got Heavy Hitters... Heavy Hitters, hitters, uh, Sever the Wicked, Pussy Attack, and of course, the headliners, Five Star Rebellion. All these are available along with us talking, if you really want to hear that. I don't know why you would. <laughs> <laughs> Just highlights of the podcast on there. Save the Planet podcast highlights on YouTube. Go search that up. Also, after the podcast. So Friday, once you got all your partying with old creature there done, and they threw you a 
Was it a surprise party? Would you consider that a surprise party? Because you knew. So it's I knew not it really was coming. Su- All yeah. right, so it's not a surprise party. It was a surprise. The people that showed up, I didn't expect that many people to show up. Really? Yeah, I mean, uh, Lulu showed up. Um, uh, Breeder, Weevils, uh, Mad Hatter, Thumbelina, Cab. Um, I'll say that was it. But, I mean, that was that was a whole lot more than I thought would pop up. You th- you thought less would pop up than that, dude? I'm surprised more people didn't pop up. And I know I would have been there if I could have been. Well, I mean, it was it was a Thursday. You know, people got shit to do. You know, it ain't the weekend yet, so I I didn't expect people to be able to you know make time for that. You know, Thursday Thursday Thursday's close enough, dude. Come on. True. And it's you. <laughs> when are you ever in hillbilly territory? It's not. There was often. a lot of people wanted to see me. Yeah, exactly. It's not often that you're here. No, and, and no, again, like and again, twice a year usually. Exactly. So again, well, with nationals meeting, it's like three times a year. I I would say about yeah three or four times a year because you have been here one other time this year earlier because you had to do something with patches I think. Yeah, I had to come up on New Year's Eve and, and pick up patches. Yeah, so it you you get less than a hand a literal handful of times. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got to take advantage of seeing your ass whenever we whenever we can. That's true. But Friday night was for the boys. Indeed. Was for the boys. So here's what happened. We gathered over at your place after, or not your place. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> over at Skinner's. It was you, Pops, Cousin Connor, Neiman. Skinner had to go pick up Moss, the monster. Yes. I came in after work. I was, we were originally going to go to this coffee place. And uh, that didn't work out. Yeah, we didn't leave soon enough. Yeah, it was. I thought honestly, it started at eight, so I was like, "Well, if I get there at least by seven thirty, yeah, we'll be we'll be fashionably late." Yeah, but we'll still get there. Connor tells me it's at seven. Fuck. Yeah. So we're like scrambling to figure out what the new plan is, and then Vagabond tells us, "Why don't you just come up to my place and we'll figure out something to do from there." So we go up to Vagabond pl- Vagabond's place. Really nice place. It was. I like how he's. I like the setup that he's got there and everything. And so it was we, a very nice setup. Yes. And so uh, t- they tell us that there's go- there's a pizza place that's kind of just like a house. So let's go eat. So we went to yeah, go. Little mom and pops, you know. It was called pizza restaurant. It's called Lola's, I believe. Yeah, it was Lola. Dude, I swear. For at least the first couple of minutes, I was comfort- uh, uncomfortable as I don't know what <laughs> going into that place. Because, yeah, n- yeah, no shit it, it felt like a house because it literally was a house turned into a pizza place. It was. It, it was a house turned into a restaurant. It, there was no, like, oh, it just looks like a house on the inside. It actually is, like, a legit pizza place. No, it's like you have someone's freaking family photos up there. <laughs> it felt like. I felt like I was coming to dinner. Like they pulled the couch out and put in tables. It, it's totally f- yeah, exactly, it, 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 and that's fine. But I'm just not used to it, and I was a little uncomfortable at first. But the food was actually not bad. The food was good. The, those meatballs were awesome. Oh my god! Honestly, I think it would have been worth it more just to get a, a whole tray of those meatballs. That pizza, indeed. While that pizza was good, 
Those meatballs impressed the shit out of me. The pizza was good. I mean, it was better than a lot of, like, your your big chain pizza places. Well, yeah, but those those aren't, like... You, you can tell that these are homemade-type pizzas. Yeah, I had, like, the little tiny pepperonis, like the old Chef Boyardee pizzas had <laughs> on them that you used to make with your grandma when you was a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, but like you can you can tell like because those big chain pizzas yeah they're made there but those like sauces and stuff are already pre-made and everything you can you can you can tell that if that sauce was built was made that day I would be surprised yeah I would or I mean I wouldn't be surprised excuse me they probably made all that sauce made all the ingredients that day and it just it tasted really good. And yeah, the little, the little pepperonis were really cute. Like I mean, I'll say, you know, I went to New York and had New York pizza, mm-hmm. um, which is the best pizza on the planet. Um, but there used to be a restaurant down my way mm-hmm. um, that was around for a little while, and it was called the Crazy Tomato. <laughs> and they were from New York and brought down their New York recipe. Dude, it was awesome. Nice. I hated when that place shut down. Oh, it shut down. Yeah. Fuck. We can't have nice things, J Bomb. Now there is another one. Uh, they opened up. I believe it was one of the one of the owners because there was like three owners of that place, and one of the owners opened his own little place here here around us. And it's uh, it's almost as good. It, it's better than a lot of your your normal chain pizza places, but it's still no good as the not as good as the Crazy Tomato. Um, but it's even called Queen's Pizza. So yeah, it's it's still got that New York kick to it. I'm trying to think. I haven't been to a lot of like Ma and Pa type sh- uh, shops in general. Yeah. The only place that I can think of that's sort of like that is a pizza place. It's in Parkersburg. We were going there for a track meet. I might have already mentioned this on the podcast once before. But we were going there for a track meet uh, back in high school, and I remember myself and like three or four of the shot putters because let me preference this by saying this. This is late, later in the evening. Like, they're still doing a bunch of meets and stuff, doing a lot, bunch of running events. There's a lot of schools oh. there. Shot put and discus was done within the first hour. Mm. We were we've been sitting there for hours, and we couldn't go home because we had to ride the bus home because we were like an hour or two away. So we got bored, and we figured out, and we found out from our friends who had went there before their running events, and they actually got in trouble for it. We didn't. That there was a pizza place um, across the road from the high school. It was actually not bad. Nice. So, <laughs> sneak out. I think we did sneak out of the event, but I feel like we it wasn't like really sneaking out. I feel like people knew that we were off the premises. Yeah, like you wasn't trying to like be all secretive, like Splinter Cell, getting the hell out of there. Exactly. I I don't feel to this day. I don't feel like we were actually like being quiet. Like we weren't saying anything. We weren't like showing to our coach, like, "Hey, we're leaving," because <laughs> we would have definitely got in trouble. Yeah. But I don't think anybody particularly said like, "Don't you dare," or stopped us. So we you can't do that. Exactly. So we left there and we went across the street and we went to this pizza place. I remember that pizza being really fucking good. That was what was it? Probably 2010, 2011. So there's a possibility it might still be there, but it is over a decade since. 
So I, anytime I think of like pizza and like Mon Paul or even just more local pizza that's not, you know, Domino's or Pizza Hut or something, I always yeah. go back to that because, first of all, I was with a bunch of people that I liked because I liked doing um, track and all that stuff. So it reminds me of a time during a track that I liked. And two, the pizza wasn't half bad. Hell yeah. I don't think it's the best pizza in the world because, honestly, I can't even think, I can't fathom what the best pizza I've ever had is. Because, honestly, when it comes to stuff like that, unless it, like, really sticks out, like, something about it really sticks out, it's out of my head with it, like, after I eat it. Yeah. Like, because it's so recent, I remember that pizza that we had. But, like, I went to Pies and Pints, like, a month ago, or less than a month ago, which is in Charleston, and Uh it's a pizza place, too. Like, it was good, but it's already out of my head. I don't really remember remember the flavor. It doesn't stick with me. So it has to I like I will say like New York pizza will stick with you. I feel like it would. That or Chicago. I feel like I'd like Chicago more because it's deep dish and I like deep dish pizzas. Or wait, am I getting that mixed up? No, Chicago doesn't deep dish. Okay, yeah. I feel like I'd like Chicago more because I like more bread. But I am willing to, trust me, if I was in New York and I didn't get pizza, I'd be a fool. When I was in New York, it was, uh, I got a piece of uh, Sicilian pizza. Mm. And just the way they do it is like, you pick out your pizza, and then they go ahead and throw it on a pallet. They just take a piece of it and throw it on a pallet and put it in a brick oven for a minute. <sighs> so it gets that brick oven taste. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was awesome. <laughs> Now, whenever we went to Philly, I was like, there's no way I'm leaving. Well, okay. We were at Villanova. So we were sort of in Philadelphia. Yeah. More like maybe like a couple, like 10, 15 minutes away from the actual city. Yeah. But that's close enough, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I was like, there was no way I'm I'm not at least getting some kind of Philly cheesesteak before I leave this place. Definitely. So we so we went to this one place that um that had these like big ass pizzas pieces of pizza another pizza place but it also had Philly cheesesteak and that's nice. what I wanted I wanted a Philly cheesesteak for anything so I got that but I didn't get all the peppers and stuff on it I just got it plain cuz I didn't think I'd like it I ended up wanting that piece of pizza more because my buddy actually got a slice of pizza dude that slice, that one slice is almost as big. I remember it plain as day. It's almost as big as like a medium-sized pizza you get at Domino's. Nice. Or something like that. It was huge. And this was before also, too, where I lost my weight and stuff. So I was still a pretty, pretty hefty feller that didn't know about like losing weight and whatnot. So I'd eaten my, I'd, I'd eaten my sandwich. And I was like... Damn, I really want a piece of that pizza. <laughs> so I got a piece of the pizza. Hell yeah. Now, unfortunately, now I'd probably do the same thing at the moment. But that was like a year before I really tried. And I, needless to say, I have a different perspective when it comes to food and stuff. I mean, so, I was the same way when I went like when I went to New Orleans. Because mm-hmm. I, I love spicy stuff and I love Cajun food. <sighs> So every time I would go into a restaurant down there, I wanted to order, like, everything on the damn menu because I wanted to try it all. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Man, we could do a whole podcast on food. We could. I love talking food, obviously. I think everybody likes talking food. I don't know anybody that doesn't. I mean, you have to eat. Yeah. So if you're going to eat, it might as well be good. And you might as well talk about it. Yeah, it might as well be tasty and tasty enough for you to tell people about it. Alright, promise number two, if you're up here, you're going to have a good time tonight too. So let's migrate, let's get friendly, let's get to know each other. Alright, this next song is named after the band, it's called Sever the Wicked. What? I know somebody's yelling at me, but I'm there. I can't! Hold on, man. After this song... Sever the Wicked up here at MadFest 2022, cutting back in, you're here on the podcast, letting you all know that people have finally started to arrive. It's a little bit later on in the day, getting close to evening time now. It's cooled down, a lot cooler than what it was, and we are now just rocking out to some Sever the Wicked. Come back later on with some more updates when we get close to Hangman's Ghost, Push the Attack, and the headliner, Five Star Rebellion. We'll be back. So after we got done here, right be- actually, right before we got done with that, we got stopped by the, the waitress because she was noticing y'all's vest, the cut. Yeah, we were wearing, yeah, we were wearing our cl- uh, club vest. And then we got um, stopped by people that were eavesdropping in about it. I want to ask you, because I don't remember seeing them. Do you remember seeing any of those people that stopped, just about, stopped us about what MadFest was? I didn't. I looked around, hoping to spot one of them, but I did not. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But, I mean, also, I was so busy that unless you stopped me, or unless, if you was wearing a club vest, then, yeah, I was going to stop and talk to you. Yeah. But if you wasn't, I probably would have walked right past you and not know who the fuck you were. That's fair. <laughs> and, we, and we didn't know those those chicks from Eve or anything, so... Nah. That night, it was just like, oh, that's cool. A bunch of people just stopped us and was like... Hey, what do y'all do? What is what is that about? And just told them about Madfest. I thought that was the coolest part of all. Not the fact that they stopped us from and just talked to us. Just the fact they were asking about Madfest. Yeah, that was so uh, sick. I mean, anytime we can, you know, tell people, hey, we're not bikers, is, <laughs> is a plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wish I mean, that to spread the word that helps too. Legit, I wish we could we could change that stigma. But, uh, whether it be change the look or somehow change, we're working thoughts, on changing but... it. I mean, we're like stuff like Madfest is is getting that patch to where people are noticing that that patch is not bikers. Yeah, right. We're trying. So yeah, that's a plus. And I mean, just give it time. We'll convert the world. Um, <laughs> you know, but it it was cool. I mean, and also, you know, Connor was on it, dude. Like he just boom business card. Connor impressed me so much this weekend. He Con- did. Connor's been impressing me so much recently in general. You remember, like maybe mo- about a month ago or so, it was during the regatta. The the regatta here in Charleston. He was going around in his club vest. Was he? Yeah he he was taking pictures of him. He took a picture of himself in his club vest going around Charleston and stuff. I'm like. Dude, you don't have to wear it whenever it's not a mad thing, but no, he was he was wanting to, man. That's awesome. Oh, I do that here. I yeah, mean, I do that here. Like if if I'm not at work and have to stop at Walmart, like if I'm at home for the weekend and we gotta go to Walmart, I'm going with my club vest on. 
I, j- I just don't like wearing the cut. You know me. I just like spreading the word. Yeah, I, I, I wish my patches weren't on a cut. Because I feel like if I wore a certain type of shirt and had my patch. Here, here's how I thought, before we continue on with how Mad- with the rest of Madfest. I want to I yeah. just do on this little quick aside here. But I was thinking about this. And I think I would wear a shirt with patches. If it was like a long sleeve. If I could wear it almost like. <laughs> Almost like how a NASCAR driver wears their, like, um, fire suit. Gotcha. Like, you'd have, like, the MAD logo near your chest, and that's it. And then everything, or maybe they'd all be, like, they'd have sponsors, like, on your arms or whatever. I'd wear a long sleeve shirt and just have all the patches on my arms and stuff. I mean, you'd have to put, like, your club patches where they belong because that's in the rules. Well, but then you could just go buy other patches and put them on the sleeves and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, like that have, would look like, cool. Like have the MAD logo and the club patches where they need to be, the ones that are need to be where they should be. And then like any other patches that I need to wear or should wear just be on my arm or whatever. Yeah. That, that's how I would wear them. Well, like right now I have two. I have the vest and I have the bowling shirt that doesn't fit no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to get a new bowling fit, uh, bowling shirt that does fit, but I've talked about doing a third one, and it'd be like a jacket. I'd be sick. You know, something for the winter, something for the summer, and something for just like casual, you know? Yeah. So, going on on Friday night, we went to a bar, and, I, and I, I'll be honest with you, I was really wanting to drink. I wanted to, like, get fucked up. I did. I wanted to. I just didn't want to spend money to do it. That, too. Um, I'm kind. I'm really glad we all kind of... Y'all didn't talk yourselves out of it. I think you all did a better job unknowingly talking me out of it. Because what happened was, like, I was already about $30 in, and we started talking about how Madfest was tomorrow. Y'all got to get up early or whatnot. And I was... Definitely, I was definitely planning, before we get to the, that Saturday, I was definitely planning on trying to get up as early as possible and get there to help. Yeah. So, whenever that was, like, processing through my mind, I was like, yeah, I want to. And it was, like, right after Madfest, like this, too, when it came to wanting to drink. I want to get really drunk and fucked up or whatever. Yeah. But it's probably best that I just don't because we do have shit to do tomorrow. Yeah. And in hindsight, that was a smart idea because we, we, I cashed out. We were there for maybe another 10, 15 minutes. Connor and Vagabond played another game of pool when we left. I was already feeling kind of good, but I wasn't drunk. Yeah. I wasn't drunk, drunk. And I think it turned out a lot better because I, for exception of me being a narcoleptic, <laughs> I made it there. It was I stayed there the entire time plus. Well, I mean, we did go Skinners and have a couple of drinks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But we <coughs> could have had a lot more. Yeah. And I and I remember like after I had a couple at Skinners, um, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to drink any more than that because I could have. Cause I almost stayed that night. I almost stayed every night. That I, that I finally made it to y'all to Skinner's with y'all. Yeah. I almost stayed every night, but I was like, "No, nah, I should, I should." 
go back home, get ready for MadFest. So the well, that day- night I ended up staying up late anyway. I ended up staying up with Connor talking shit for till like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you well, you all were up late every night. Yeah. So that's not that surprising. whole time. That whole five days I was there, I maybe got like three hours of sleep a night. You know? <laughs> so I wanted to, but it was just like I, I always found a reason not to. Yeah. So then, so the day has come, Madfest 2022. You all are up there setting up and everything, and I'll tell it from my perspective first before you tell your <laughs> perspective. Okay. So it's around 8.30, 9 o'clock, and I wake up, and I look at the time. I'm like, oh, sick. I didn't, like, oversleep or anything. I'm really happy. I, can, I can't really – I couldn't set up as soon as we get – as soon as it starts, but I can be there for the entire 10 to 10, and I can be there to help anybody else that needs to set up. Awesome. Yeah. I get my pants. I'm – about ready to start getting ready because it's almost 9.30. I sit back in my bed and I lay down. Boom. Back to bed. <laughs> Went back to bed for two more hours. Woke up. It was like 11.30. I'm like, fuck! <sighs> J-Bom- and J-Bomb messes me. You asleep, you fuck. <laughs> something to that extent. Yeah. I was like, Yeah. I think it was more of a where you at fucker. It was a where you at fucker. It was. Yeah. What a shock. Last year I did the <laughs> same last year I did the same thing, but it was a little bit more forgiving for shit that was going on. This year, no excuse for me. I fucked up. <laughs> well last year we didn't have much to set up. We didn't That's true. We didn't have we didn't have our own banner, you know, and, and this year, you know, I kinda of brought props for our table, like, you know, with Little Jackie and the microphone and the headset and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we actually had some stuff to set up. But I also wanted to be there to help anybody that wanted to need help setting up too. And I wasn't there. So I was like, okay. I did all that. Yeah. (laughs) I I was like, if I'm not going to be here for the setup, I'm going to be here for the breakdown. Yeah, and you were. Yeah. You brought, like, out, because I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off all day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you can tell by my voice. I still haven't got my voice back from Saturday. No, you're still, like, croaked. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a little croupy. Yeah. Because uh, Saturday, dude, I spent it yelling at, at and, and then I'd go out there and check out the bands and get excited with that and be like, yeah, you know, and just go crazy. So on top of working and enjoying myself, I lost my voice. Still ain't got it all back. <laughs> like, I was actually supposed to sing with Push the Attack that day. Mm-hmm. And I went to Chopper like 30 minutes before they went on. I was like, dude, my throat is killing me. My voice is gone. I'm sitting this one out. And he's like, you sure, man? And I was like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. good. He's like, we'll, we'll do it another time. Because <laughs> yeah. I would have sounded like shit up there. Everything good with setup? Do what? Was everything good with setup? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, like setting up our our booth. The the hardest thing I had a problem with was uh, getting the banner up, mm-hmm. getting it even. Like I, I I retied that banner up like four times. Oh my god! Just just trying to get it even and get it high enough, but get it like in the middle. Like it was a it was a bit of a bitch. I'll tell you one thing: it was perfect when I got there. It, it was perfect. That, yeah, it looked great. That banner was made me so happy, but it also pointed out a flaw with how I'm 
What what am I trying to say? Um, advertising the podcast, maybe? I wouldn't take it that way. I, I'm, I've seen you post about that. Yeah. And I was going to bring that up on here. I wouldn't take it that way. Well, ever, the only person that really said anything was my dad. I know. And ever okay, so here's what happened. Whenever whenever we got whenever I got there, J Bomb tells me that his dad um says it that the Save the Planet logo looks kind of like an environmental thing. And well, ever, let's go ahead and put it in a context though. Well, you don't have my to dad, if you don't want to. No, I will. Okay. My dad is like okay. a hugely like conservative, very right wing guy yeah and he's very old school in his ways i mean my dad still my dad lives a mile and a half away from anybody my dad like does the whole hunting fishing you know gardening living off the land kind of shit which is awesome yeah absolutely but also he's very old school so like my dad like looked at me and he's like save the planet you know because he's the one that made the banner for us yeah he's like save the planet he's like you guys are a bunch of tree huggers and i was like dad what no <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it could be explained a little better. And I think yeah. I think whenever we were J Bomb and Putty Save the Planet, I think that was more showing of like it being kind of like a cartoony like us being like fake superheroes or whatnot. And yeah, because I can Because of our goofy ass names. Yeah. And I can yeah. and I can see how just changing it to save the planet can be like, oh, they're more environmentally environmentalists or something like that. No, it's kinda it's still kind of ironic. Yeah. And it's just supposed to be a podcast, but... Because we ain't saving shit. No, no. I mean, how how can how can a raccoon and a little bomb save anything? Like that like that old Stabbing Westward song that said, you know, we can't even save ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> it's more ironic. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about changing the logo a little bit, but man, that banner looks great. I don't want I don't want to change anything right now just because of that banner. I think with us having an official banner, we shouldn't change shit. We shouldn't, but I, I it needs to be clarified more what this is, and I don't know. I'm not sure as of yet how to clarify it. Well, how, maybe if we added to it to add humor to it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like maybe if we had like a little Jackie riding a little spaceship, you know. Or, and then have like a little raccoon in an astronaut's uniform, you know? I don't hate that. I don't hate any of these ideas. In fact, I want these added to the banner and to the logo tonight. <laughs> 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 no, I like it, man. We definitely need to do something because that I, I never would have thought in a million years I'd see something that I'd made or wrote or just made in Photoshop like that be yeah. on something physical like a banner. Because Facebook banners, that's whatever. That's in the digital space. That's whatever. But seeing yeah. it physically on a banner that I can touch and look was at cool as hell. was cool as shit. It was, yeah. And, and the only thing I wish I could add more, because but the link is right there. But a lot of people around here just don't know what Anchor is. Yeah. Kids, a lot, younger people might, but older folks that were walking by, I knew they were like, what the fuck? The only thing I wish I could add to that banner was it saying podcast underneath Save the Planet. Oh, yeah. Cause if, if and that's that, something that could be added. If That's the only word that I would add if there was enough space on that banner in between Save the Planet and, and the link. It's just put podcast because even with that much, you know, okay, this isn't some environment. This may not be environmental, or maybe it is, but it's a podcast. Or even better, like... What if we could possibly 
get stickers uh, that would stick to it that are the logos of the different podcasting stations we use, and we could just run those along the bottom of the banner. I like that, too. But speaking of stickers, we are doing stuff with stickers. With oh, and by banner. the way, that Sever sticker you stuck to it stayed. Did it? Yes. Yeah, so um, halfway through MadFest, we, decide, we decided that we were going to put uh, different band stickers that we endorse or who that we like or whatever on the banner. And so I got one for Sever. I also got one for Picky's Brains. And I also put in one for uh, World Suicide Prevention, I believe. Did you put one in there? I didn't see it yet. They, they were in your little Jackie uh, bag. I haven't unpacked that tote yet, dude. Okay, you, you'll see those whenever you do. Okay. So, we're so whenever we need the banner again, we're going to also try to put those stickers on there as well. But I like also putting the stickers of the different um, uh, podcasting apps too, like Google Play. Yeah, we could save that for Google the bottom, I'm, dude. I'm sure if we hit up them and be like, "Yeah, we're we're doing po- we're, we're podcasters on your thing," is there a way we can maybe buy or you could send us a sticker for our. Our, our banner that we use at, at events. I'm sure they would send fucking a care package. Either that or I'm sure that you can find stickers of like Spotify online somewhere. Yeah. Because you know they don't care because you're sharing their brand and you're using them. That's what I'm them. saying, yeah. Yeah. So. That's why I think if you was to hit them up personally, they might just send you stickers because that's more advertising for them. I'll have to look into that, honestly. Yeah. I have to. All right, we're beating around the bush when it comes to this. We have to talk about how each band did. Last year, I'd love to talk about how each band did. Last year, I will say that the band that impressed me the most was Push the Attack. Yeah. They're the band that impressed me the most, and I think when it comes to who did the best... From what I hear from last year's MadFest, a lot of people that I talked about last year's MadFest said push the attack yeah. is what got the show like pumping. Yeah, so I, got everybody picked up and ready to go. I think push the attack is was both the most impressive and the best. Yeah. This year though, I think the most impressive was heavy hitters. Honestly, dude, it's that's so my hard to pick. I know, because there was a lot of people that did really well. A lot of bands did really well this year. It was it was very hard. To, it's very hard to pick, because each band brought their own thing. Yeah. And not another band could copy that, which I got to give credit to. You know, I guess Skinner was probably the one that, that you know, set up the lineup in the end. I got to give credit there, because the, so, the different varieties of music is what made Madfest really cool. Yes. When did you get there? Right before Heavy Hitters, I believe. So you missed uh, the switch. Yes. And that uh, there was a, a couple that did like an acoustic set. Um, they both did very well. Uh, the switch I'd never seen them before, and dude, they were cool. Like really? A bunch of they're a bunch of real young kids, and they got a really good sound and a lot of energy. So for them to open it up was really cool. Like, I'd never seen them before, but I'd been told. Well, you remember um, when we interviewed Five Star, they told us the Switch was awesome. Oh, they did. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and they they were right. The Switch was cool, man. They were they were really cool. Um, and then, you know, the, the couple up there doing the acoustic set, 
they they had very good voices and could play play those guitars like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I believe was Heavy Hitters came on. That have to been whenever that couple was up there. That's whenever I probably got there. Probably because I, I remember it really like starting to focus on what was going on when Heavy Hitters first started. Yeah. So yeah, I believe that's whenever I was first getting there was with that couple. Breaking back in with more updates of what's been going on here in Matt Fest 2022 right now. Back former guests on. Push the attacks up playing right now. Let's listen to them for just a few minutes. the attack just finishing up bottom of the bottle we'll be back with more in just a few minutes and yeah heavy heavy hitters dude i saw him i saw him last year at mad fest for the first time and then you know this year's mad fest made the second time i'd seen him mm-hmm. and dude they fe- they never disappoint i mean no. they're they're awesome honestly i really think when it from my opinion anyways mm-hmm. they were the most impressive to me when it comes to the best, that's a little different this year. I think the yeah. the best Five Star Rebellion was really good. Five Star was awesome. Fuck. Hangman's was Hangman's was awesome. Hangman's was really good too. Skinner and the guys were on point. Yeah, they that were. Night. Even though I did call out Skinner after the event, because like a lot of their songs, like I know it by heart. You know, I've I've seen Hangman so many times. I know most of their songs by heart, like lyric wise. And Skinner screwed up on a few lyrics. Did he? Yeah, he did. That's and funny. he admitted to it later. He's like, yeah, I totally did. And he's like, I was hoping nobody caught that. And I was like, well, for the people that never listened, yeah, they didn't catch it. <laughs> I was like, but, but me, I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> but even though even though he messed up a couple times, he made up for him. Like, he fixed it. Man. So it was, he, he did, he pulled the rock star thing and, and was able to, to correct it. And, and make it better. So they they put on a good show. Sever always puts on a great show. Sever the Wicked yeah. tore it down. Um, I loved it how at the end when they were about to be done, Travis knew he was done singing. He just hopped off the stage and started jumping around with the people up he front. Really, he did. Sever <laughs> knows, Sever knows how to play with, play with the crowd. They do. Uh, you know, Travis always has his little, we're going to have fun tonight. But you'll have a whole lot more fun if you get up here. That you know that little speech yeah, always dude, gets people going. It's good. really hard to say between like I w- talk me into Sever. I thought Sever is always really good, but I was trying to compare him to like Five Star, and I just thought the last three did better. No, fuck, Sever did amazing too, and they had the plus of invo- involving the crowd a lot more too. Yeah. So God, yeah, I mean, push the attack. It was different from last year. Last year they had a different singer. Mm-hmm. This year it was the one and only Mr. Chopper on the microphone, and that was something I heard a lot of people talk about. Yeah, you know, people that seen Push the Attack last year with the one singer, and now seeing Push the Attack with Chopper was like, holy shit, Chopper did really good. Chopper did do really good. 
for him to be, you know, he was the bass player of the band. For him to drop bass and turn that over to, to, to Nate and pick up vocals was a big step for him, but he did it good. He did it right, and he sounded awesome. I think there was only one song from Push the Attack that was like, okay, I can tell this was made for a different singer, but he didn't yeah. do bad with it. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that, you know, their their original singer wrote that became fan favorites that they just kind of have to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. And when the band broke up, they, they had an agreement that those songs don't belong to one person. Right. They belong to the band. So yeah. they they kept they kept doing those ones that people had that demand for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, they had to do them, but you know it was an adjustment for Chopper to be able to to figure out how to do them because it wasn't stuff that he wrote. Yeah, but whenever they play "Bottom of the Bottle," though. Oh yeah. It still sounds great. I mean, "Bottom of the Bottle" is what gets everybody going. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody likes that song, and I'll tell you right now, just from talking to the guys, and I, I'm I'm sure that's how it goes with a lot of bands. Is like their big famous songs are the ones that they hate the most because everyone wants them to play it. Yeah, because everybody wants them to play it, and they played the crap out of them. Yep, and it's <laughs> it's got to the point where it's boring. And they don't want to do it no more. You know, <laughs> I can see it. That makes that there's, makes. They've a lot actually of sense. told me there's been a couple of shows that they haven't done it. Really? Yeah, they just they didn't want to do it. They weren't going to do it, and they didn't do it. I don't blame them. And after the show, some people was like, man, I really wish you'd do it, bottom of the bottle. So now they're kind of just, they have to do it. <laughs> I'm really struggling, man. I can't say Heavy Hitters was the best one, even though they're the I one that... I can't pick impre- a best one. Yeah. I, I really can't. I can definitely... each band brought their own thing, like Forever Yours. I, yeah. Forever Yours is a band from down here that I could have seen like a month ago. At, at Helheim, mm-hmm. but I had my kids with me, and they were the last band going on. Mm. And by the time they were about to go on, my kids were wore out. You know, we'd done been to a wedding that day and then came there. Um, so it was rough for us to be able to stick around. Um, so they were they were done with it and wanted to go home, so I missed out on, on watching them. But seeing them at Madfest this, this past weekend was cool, you know. Pearl Brickbat was even really good. I liked them. Pearl Brickbat was great. And, and we got to see Pearl Brickbat Friday when we went to that bar. Was they that put on a th- They put on a three-hour set at that bar that night and then got up the next morning and went and did Madfest. That was it. I did not realize that. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Well, that was sick. Yeah, hey. that was the band that was at, at the Parrot when we went. Hey, big ups to them. That's impressive. Doing a three-hour set and then playing Madfest for about an hour. That's yeah. That's huge, man. Yeah, them them boys. But you can tell with with Forever Your. I mean, not Forever Yours, but with Harold Brickbat, they just they have fun doing what they do. They really did. The that's short, a group of guys you can see while they're on stage. They're having a blast. The short that I posted um, with the main lead singer. Also, like, mm-hmm. jamming out on the guitar. I'm just like, oh, man, you can tell he's just having one hell of a time, dude. Yeah. And and that's the thing that makes heavy hitters how, how good they are, because heavy hitters is full of energy. Yeah, they were like, all over the place. bouncing around. Having a good yeah. old time up there. Yeah. And those guys, I mean, they're a funk band, and you can tell. They are funky as hell. Yes, they are. Yeah. They are up there having a blast, bouncing around. You know they're having fun, and that's that's the definition of funky. You know, 
you got to be up there enjoying yourself. Got to have that energy, and and do they have it in spades? I'm trying to think of whoever else might have played, but I think uh, Pinky's brains was pretty cool. Pinky's brains, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must I've have never missed seen forever Pinky's yours. brains before. Do what? I must have missed forever yours. I did think I did. I think I did. I don't know. I mean, I was there, obviously. That was when you took. That was when you did the store run. Was it okay? Yeah. Because I was like, "Why did I miss Forever Yours?" Yeah, that was that was when I did the store run. Yep. Yeah. That was when you had to go get change and get me some cigarettes. Yeah. <coughs> but I also discovered that Mountain Dew has a pineapple Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so it well, was like a plus. Pink, but dude, like Pinky's brains, I I didn't expect that out of them. Uh, I'd never heard them before, and honestly, I'm not like a I'm not a punk fan. I'm really not a big fan of punk, mm-hmm. but he did good. Uh, like he did some covers, you know, of like Blink One Eighty Two and like Green Day, and, and did some of his own stuff. And and it actually, I was by the end of it, I was like, not bad, not bad. Okay. The, I, I I will say a really good thing, and it may be a little critique about one. The really good mm. one I liked was one of the, the cover of Green Day. Mm. That I thought he did a real. They did a really good job with that. Yeah, that was they a did. really good one. The little criti- the little critique I had, which I'm not a I'm not a music person I'm not a singer so my critique means as much as like the pimple on a fucking horse's ass or something you know <laughs> it doesn't mean shit but I will say he did the song about his brother and it was a little uncomfortable uh, it was yeah. not it was like nice and I'm glad he did it don't get me wrong yeah. I'm glad that he went up there and played that song but it was a little uncomfortable. But now, you know, when when he did do the Green Day song, I caught him. Uh, he he messed up a lyric. Did he? Yeah, he did. Ah, and, like he, he just laughed about it. Listen, you mess up in front of live people. Whatever, you know. It's how you come back. Exactly. It's how you come back. It's how you get if better. You let it shut you down. It can it can mess up your whole show. My favorite but, one was Punk's Not Dead. It's just hungover. <laughs> yeah. That was so cool. And I also liked um, whenever Breeders down on the ground just like flipping out or whatnot, going crazy for the song. Oh yeah, it was so good. I Piggy's brains really good. It it was just that one little critique just because of what the environment was. I was just like, Ugh, you know. Well, what I liked is when when he did mess up that one little lyric on the Green Day song, he just went, <laughs> and and then he kept it going. <laughs> He knew everybody heard that, but he just he giggled a little bit and he kept rolling with the song like he never done anything. Plus two, man, that's great. Yeah, I mean you got to be able to rebound. Every everybody just did so good, man. They really did. It was an awesome, full, awesome day. And and then you know on top of that, the vendors were great. Uh, the, the ones that had the three D printed stuff was really cool. I ended up buying one of those dragons. Yeah, I saw those dragons, dude. Those were sick. I'm not. A, they were. They're wicked. I'm not a big dragon person. Like I've. I, I don't uh, know if I've explained it on here before. Like that's a big reason why I have never like really gotten into Skyrim and stuff. Dra- uh, dragons and stuff like that just kind of like. I, I find them corny. I don't know why. I like dragons. And I, shit. I, but seeing those dragons and seeing how much those kids love those dragons and whatnot. Was oh yeah, those kids were running around with them dragons like crazy. Dude. That was really cool to see. It was. 
I made sure well, I helped the kids out some too. It also didn't help that our booth was right next to where the kids were selling stuff. Yeah. So they were. We even had like we even had two kids sitting in like a, a a wooden box selling rocks. That was and I like that. They were that like was right cute. in front of us. That was cute as hell. That was very cute. Like that put me in mind of like old Little Rascals episodes. I was like, this is cool as fuck. I will have to apologize because I the the picture that they one of them painted ended up in your van. Yeah, I got it. I I actually did want to keep that. I'll bring it back to you. Okay, appreciate you. Or when you if you ever come back down here, you can come get it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. There is a long time until Hell in the Hills. There is. We'll 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 try to get that set up. But we'll one, see what we can do. But once Five Star got everything out of there, it was time for breakdown. I was like, I'm not leaving until this shit is gone. Yeah, and I'd already, me and Pops had already decided. Well, Pops, Pops ran a stage crew all day like a champ. Yeah, y'all did great things. Pop being stage crew, you just going around looking at the vendors and whatnot. Yeah, I kept an eye on all the vendors. And, yeah, I helped with the bands when I could. Yeah. But Pops, he, he never left and, like, even Skinner got on the radio and was like, Pops, come over here and sit down and take a break. And Pops was like, nah, boss, I'm good. And Skinner was like, no, you get your ass over here and take a break. <laughs> so Pops went over and sat down and took a break. But like two, three minutes later, Skinner got up and had to go do something. And Pops said as soon as Skinner was out of his sight, he's like, oh, time to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, what are you doing, man? Yeah. He looked right at Char. was like, well, I'm going on back. <laughs> That's mad dedication, <coughs> no pun intended. Yeah, Pops, well, I mean, Pops grew up in this scene, you mm -hmm. know. Pops used to play drums for a, a band that actually toured the country. Yeah. And, you know, he's used to used to that environment and used to doing that, and it's nothing to him. You know, he's, he's on point. So he, he just had a blast working. That's awesome. And I do got to give a shout-out to one Mad member. I did catch doing something pretty kick-ass. What? It was, it was during Sever the Wicked set. Um, the drummer, John, his hi-hat messed up. It loosened up and went all the way down. And he's supposed to be like that. Um, and he looked over at the stage crew and he's like, help. <laughs> and dude, Gump ran straight up there. And within like 30 seconds, had that hi-hat fixed and John right back on track. Awesome. And I don't even think anybody knows the hat. I would have never noticed it happened if I wouldn't have been standing there and seen John going, help. Yeah. Like, it was, it went off without a hitch, dude. That's... Gump was on it. I want to mention that we gained, that Skinner finally told us how much was raised from Madfest. I knew that night. You knew that night? I did not know that. Yeah. We raised $500. Which Indeed. is Awesome. For mental health awareness. That's so sick. Oh, and even a cooler thing is Mad Kids mm -hmm. raised $200. What the fuck? That's that's so rad. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. That makes me... Dude, okay. That makes me... I'm over the moon with that much. Yeah. Mad Kids. Hey, dude. They're killing it. I know they um, got... They were over there selling you know, tie-dye t-shirts that... The kids had made. They were selling and, and, pa paper, like made paper out on the spot. Yeah. And then they'd paint it. That was so cool. That's... Yeah, it was cool, man. And then and the them kids, them kids busted ass. I, 
I even made the joke. I said, you know what? Next year's Mad Fest, we just let the kids run it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what they do. Yeah. First band be a kid band. Yeah. <laughs> That's not actually a bad idea. The funny thing is, down here, we have a kid band in Virginia. Wow. They're called The Plan. And, I mean, all these kids are under 18. Like, one of them, I think he's like 13, 14. His bass is bigger than he is. <laughs> but, dude, those kids rock like hell. And, like, they even do a song with uh, Mindy from Dying Oath. Really? When they play live and Mindy's there, Mindy goes up and does a certain song with them. And they've even recorded it and put it out. But, yeah, those those little dudes are, are badass, man. That's awesome. Yeah, you'll have to look them up. But yeah, they're called The Plan. Check them out. We need to have a, a band like that here in Hillbilly territory. Well, I've seen where they're, the, the kids are actually touring with a band. Uh, they're to- uh, touring with Artusia and somebody else. They're going to actually go on tour. What in the world? That's sick. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being a kid and going on tour or whatnot. That, yeah. It's beyond and, my realm of comprehension. And the thing is, it ain't just because they're kids. Dude, they are good. They're good, yeah. Yeah, it, they can tear it apart. Being kids are one thing. The fact that you're good, that's what matters. Being kids is marketable. Yeah. But being good at what you do and being kids, you the sky's the limit. That's sustainable. At, le- at least until you hit 18 and nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah, exactly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them kids going to learn real quick. Yeah, they'll have their <laughs> little wake-up call once... Once they're old enough to buy, uh, you know, alcohol when they hit like 21, they're like, oh, shit, we're not kids anymore. we got to come up with something. Man, we suck. But What's going on now? They're so talented, though. I, I, I do not worry about them kids' future at all. That's awesome. Cutting back in here again. I actually got J-Bum with me this time. Hey, how we doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hangman's Ghost is playing right now. So we're going to listen to them for just a few minutes. They might just be prepping, so you might not hear that much. But they're about to come on. I'm sure I'll talk to Skinner sometime during this. So let's listen in for just a quick second. That goes quiet. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. You know what? Forget it. We'll come back with Five Star Rebellion. It's our perfect timing, like always. Of course. Back to the podcast. <laughs> we ended the night after... a set up or after teardown was completed we went back to Skinner's house for a little bit it was myself you Pops Connor of course Skinner because it's his place Char of course and Falcon and Falcon she joined us yeah I was going to drink again I wanted to but I had to work at like 10 o'clock in the morning yeah so I talked myself out of it and I'm kind of glad I did because what ended up happening was probably the funniest hour and a half I can remember in a long time. Oh, my God. You had us dying. <laughs> Me and Pop talked about that on the drive back. It's like, <laughs> my God. Keith was relentless. Because <laughs> I knew what you all were doing. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. And it's really easy to get you all laughing in that state. Well, it's really easy to get us laughing in that state when it's you. When it's me, yeah, in general. I, I mean, I've told all of them, I'm like, this is why I do a podcast with this guy every week. <laughs> he will get you laughing your ass off. <laughs> so, so <laughs> in the perfect person <laughs> that I could focus on to, to make you laugh the most was my uncle. 
Oh, yeah, and you was giving him hell. <laughs> oh, my God, was you giving him hell. That was so funny. It was brutal. We were dying, man. <laughs> I tried to switch it on to everybody. Like, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still getting used to Falcon, so I only did it to her, like, once or twice. But the fact that it was my uncle, I kind of knew, like, where I could go and what I could say. Which well, like, and at the, this and point, the thing is, like, a lot of times he didn't have comebacks for you, so he would just like direct it towards me. Yeah. So then it kind of turned into like you was messing with him, and then I was too. <laughs> so like you would you would have thought that, that Saturday night was a Friars Club roast of Skinner. Because uh, oh my God, were we busting his ass? I was sober. I want to point this you out. Are. I was sober. And I, had, I wasn't. And I had my fuck you socks on. <laughs> yeah, your fuck you socks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't remember what he asked you about your socks. And he's like, look, this is this one's my fuck sock, and this one's my you sock. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, what was the context of that? I don't remember. Skinner said so he was trying to mess with you about your socks. Like, I don't know if it was that they were pulled up. I guess. Or they there's wasn't. Nothing wrong with my socks. I don't know. So. Or, I, or it might have been he asked you if you was actually wearing the same socks. I think that was it. He was asking if you was wearing the same socks or if each sock was different. Uh, and that's what broke you into, yeah, this was my fuck sock and this is my you sock. <laughs> we were like, oh my God. And then, and then he was like, well, are they pairs of fucks or pairs of yous? I'm just like, no, that's fuck you. That's a, that's a pair. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had us dying, dude. I mean, you were just cracking on him bad. I have the, be the night before when we were heading out. No, when it was after we were done on Friday night. And you was going back to your car and Skinner said something smart as. And you was just like, eat shit, Skinner. <laughs> we like, dude, we lost it there. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I have my moments, dude. Like... You do. When it comes when it comes to stuff like that, I hold that night in particular as being a really funny night. And then at dog days, whenever I was in the I tent, was about to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> those are my two proudest moments of just making you all shit, piss, laugh, whatever. Yeah, dog days, dude. You laying in that tent trying <laughs> to recover from being way too drunk. <laughs> was it too? Because I did get a little high too. But. Yeah, you did. You got a little high too. And you were surrounded by crazy hippies. God knows what you was in contact with. Oh, my God. That's um, true. But, but yeah, you laying in that tent recovering, and we'd just be out there shooting shit, talking normal talk. And then out of nowhere, you would just chime in with something hilarious. <laughs> and we were just falling out, man. I hold, I hold those days special to my heart. <laughs> yeah. Good days, good times, good times. And with that, you made your trek back home. That Sunday, Indeed. how was it going back home? After the weekend that you just had, you and Pops just had, it was finally over. How was it going back home? I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, I did get to sleep in a little bit before we left. I think I fell asleep that night, maybe about three or four. No, oh, early um, bird. <laughs> Yeah, and I did. I got to wake up. I think I woke up about ten, ten thirty. Mm. So I did get to sleep a little bit. Well, that's good. Um, hung out with Skinner. 
and Connor and Char for a little while. I think we left about one or two o'clock. Um, we stopped uh, in Marmot. Oh, Marmot, yeah. To get something to eat. And at first we was like, oh yeah, we'll go to Wendy's. Um, no. <laughs> we got to Wendy's. That place was total anarchy. Really? There was there was a line of cars around the drive-thru, and yeah. then we walked in because we was going to go in and eat. You know, I just wanted to eat. I didn't want to drive and eat. I just wanted to sit down and eat. I was yeah. tired. I didn't want to do all that. We go in there and do the line inside. It's just as bad. Oh, my God. And I look. When I'm standing at the counter. I'm next in line to order, and I stood there for like five, six minutes, and nobody even looked at me. And I looked back in the kitchen, and there was like 12 people back there all looking confused as hell. I was like, oh, my God, this is a bunch of newbies, and they just got a rush, and they don't know what to do. Ugh. So I'm guessing that town isn't too active. No. For some reason, for some reason, this day they were, and they didn't know what to do. So I looked at Pops, and I was like, dude, do we really want to stay here and deal with this shit? And he's like, I'm good to go somewhere else. And there was a Long John Silver's, like, right next door. So we went there and had a nice little nice little fish and chicken meal there and talked and tried to chill. Nice. But I ain't going to lie, I had it intended to ask my ex-wife to keep the kids one more day because I was planning on coming home and dying. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to come home and sleep <laughs> until Monday morning, you know, sleep from, like, 7 at night to, like, 8 in the morning, you know, just get, like, 12, 13 hours of sleep. Just get some sleep back that you lost. Yeah. Um, but I believe we've talked about it. You know, I had my kids for a while while my ex-wife was recovering. My ex-wife still hasn't, like, fully recovered. So when I called her and asked her, I could tell, like, she was miserable with the idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I tell you what, never mind. I'll come get the kids. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not going to deal with that later. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I dropped Pops off. We, you know, we finally made the long journey back, which, by the way, it took everything in me not to fall asleep on the drive back. Like, I kept feeling my eyes getting heavy. Lord. So I just, like, I turned the music up, or then I would, like, just start talking to Pops about random bullshit just to keep, keep a conversation to keep me awake. <laughs> and I even made the joke one time. I told Pops, I said, you know, I'm just going to take a nap. Let me know when we get there. <laughs> um, and I was the one driving. <laughs> So, um, God. that was, that was interesting. Um, but yeah, we made it back and I uh, went and picked up my kids and, and like I said earlier, came home, made them, made them something to eat. Even though when I picked them up, my ex-wife was like, oh, they already had dinner. They're good to go. Yeah. We, they was at my house for 30 minutes. I'm hungry. So yeah, I had to make them all something to eat. And, uh, finally I got them to bed. I think I got them to bed about 10, 10 And then I proceeded to, uh, try to sleep but i guess where i was i've worked myself so much throughout you know from the time i got there wednesday till till sunday getting back here mm-hmm. my body was like sore and hurting Ooh. so i really didn't sleep much sunday night i kept waking up like i would wake up and just my shoulder would hurt or you know i'd just feel uncomfortable and you know, you'd think me laying in my bed for the first time in five days that i'd be like <sighs> you know gone because uh, I slept in, in Skinner's office in that chair that has the little footstool. Yeah, not some comfy bed, not even some makeshift bed or whatever. It was just a chair. It was a chair with a footstool. Yeah. And, and my little ass, you know, I was able to lay out completely on it because of the footstool. 
<laughs> uh, well, not like not like stretch out. Like I had to, you know, kind of fetal position to some bitch, right, for five days. But you know, I made it work. But you would think me spending five days in that, I'd be ready to come home and get in my bed and be dead. And it didn't work like that. I guess my body was just so like sore and still kind of hyped up from adrenaline that I just could not sleep Sunday night. Yeah, I can see that. Especially where you had such a long trip and everything, and it was an exciting yeah. weekend or whatnot. I can see that you probably didn't finally get a good sleep until last night. Last night I slept decent. I still woke up a few times, mm. uh, but not as many as Sunday. I, but me, I'm I'm a, I'm kind of an insomniac anyway. Yeah. I, I it takes me forever to fall asleep, and then I wake up three four times a night just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's just like how I always am. It just was kind of amplified Sunday night. Right. Yeah. Of everything that went on. So I wonder if tonight will finally be crossing your fingers tonight. Finally be the night where you get a decent amount of sleep. God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, for, for your sake, I do too, man. That sucks. Yeah. You just, I, I, need some, I need some genuine sleep. After the last <laughs> weekend that you've had, you deserve, after the last week you've had, you deserve some genuine, like, fuck you, I'm not waking up until I'm damn well good and rested type sleep. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, this <sighs> summer has just been nonstop for me. Uh, it really know, has. It weddings and Amp Fest and Mad Fest and taking my kids to the pit for just like a normal rock show. And, like, every weekend I have done something. And I, I've told people and I've told you, I've, I believe I've even said on the podcast, I've done so much here lately. I just want a weekend where I do nothing. Well, I feel like we're getting into not a lull, but kind of like a break period. I hope so. <laughs> just a little just a little bit. You know what? Honestly, I'm cool with a month. If no if no one wants to do anything for about a month or so through August, I'm kind of okay with that. Well, see, I'm actually already planning on August. Oh my uh, god. Well, I tried, dude. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because of all the things in July, I haven't been able to set up a OD crew meeting, and we try to do those monthly. Mm. And I didn't get to do one for July. So I'm trying to set that up for August. Plus, this summer, we haven't done a Mads Kid event here at the house where we get all the OD Mad Kids together and have a day with them. So that's going to be two weeks of this month. i got to figure out. Yeah, you ain't having any breaks. Um, actually, it's looking like next weekend will be my break. Oh, my, my kids God. will be gone. You finally um, get a weekend. I tried to set up an OD meeting for that, but that's actually Travis's daughter's birthday. Oh. Um, so they got to do the birthday stuff. And, I mean, I can't have an OD meeting without my president. Right, of course. Yeah. So then I hit him up. I was like, well, what about the 27th? And he's like, uh, we have a show in, I think, Parkersburg. He's like, that's also the Night of Metal in the Mountains, and Push the Attack has some kind of show in North Carolina. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, so side, I'm side not note, sure what I'll get set up. Side note, that's also when Five Star Rebellion plays again over at Easy Street. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That just reminded me. My bad. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll get anything set up for August or not. Um, but when he told me, you know, next, next week was his daughter's birthday, I was like, well, I guess that'll be my chill time, even though I'll have to go to the birthday party. Um, you know, I'll go to a birthday party and then I'll come home. Well, I'd count that as chill time. That's, that's like a, that's like a quick, like maybe hour or two. Yeah. And then you'll be home and then you can rest. Yeah. That's, 
I'm not saying that's nothing. I'm saying that's not as much. So it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, Lord. And with that, I think we can wrap up Madfest week. I believe we can. That was, in fact, like I said previously, probably one of my better weekends I've had in a long time. I it's been years. Where I've had such a fulfilling great. weekend in general. Even having yeah. to work some of those days, like on Sunday, right after, I was I was happier than a pig and shit, like I said. Sleepier than a bear, but happier than a pig and shit. Yeah. It was so good, and I'm so happy all that stuff went out without a hitch. $500 raised for mental health awareness. $200 by Mad Kids. Complete success. Yes. Oh, definitely. And uh, at first, Skinner was freaking out. He's like, man, there ain't nobody here. You know, we need more people. And I was like, dude, just chill. Yeah. He's like, nobody's going to get up early on a Saturday morning <laughs> to come to this when it's going to last all day long. It's a 10 a.m. Uh, to 10 p.m. event on a Saturday. Yeah. People aren't going to show up until like 5. Yeah, and that's what I told him. I was like, once the evening passes, it starts getting later on, and it starts to cool off really good. People will come, and yeah. I was right. Yeah, and guess what? It got around five thirty or so, and a lot of people were starting to show up. Yeah, and like I remember him coming to me again, going, "Man, I just wish more people would show up." And I pointed across the across the field, and there was like eight people coming with lawn chairs. Yeah, and I was like, "It's begun, sir." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It has begun. Just chill. The only, I think, the only thing I wish that would happen was retention for the last band because. I think where it was dark, a lot of people were skedaddling soon. Yeah, and I think, I mean, anytime you go to a show, if it does last later, usually that last band is, is the one that a lot of people usually won't stick around for, which sucks. Yeah, because they were the headliners. They were, they they were, it was five star. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times your headliners get screwed. Yeah. When it comes, when it comes to local scenes, mm -hmm. you know, by the time that happens. Especially if it's at a bar or something, people done got buzzed and they're ready to go home. Yeah. Or you know, go party at somebody's house or go get laid or whatever. Right. Um, so they don't stick around. So, I mean, I feel like in the local scene, to be a headliner is almost like a curse. Somewhat, yeah. One final time here at MadFest 2022. It has been one hell of an evening. Right now, Five Star Rebellion is on. Not going to get anything for shorts tonight. It's a little dark. Can't really see them. So we're going to give them as much music time as possible here, here, on the la here on the last bit of the podcast. So enjoy.
week we had them on the podcast interviewing them. This week they are rocking out as the headliners of MadFest 2022. Got the smoke machines going and everything. Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to continue on where we are at. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Really, it really felt like it, unfortunately. And I, again, just like with everyone else, I thought Five Star was really good. Five Star is always good. They were really good. Yeah. That was actually the first time that I can think of that that I've heard them that I can remind, that can remember. I'm, I'm sure that I've heard them at Riverside before, but I don't remember. I remember this one now. Yeah, first time I seen them was at at uh, Riverside. No, at Easy Street. Ah. And that was that was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I was uh, I was overdue for my five star fix, and and they delivered. Absolutely. Yeah, and and then on a side note, from everybody that does, that does just listen to our normal podcast, has told me that. They believe that our five-star interview was the best episode we've ever done. I'm getting that, too. I'm hearing very good things about that five-star interview. If you have not listened to that five-star interview, people, after this episode, if you don't have Patreon, I would highly suggest go listening to that right after this. If you missed last week's episode, go listen to that right after this. Yeah, Skinner even told me, he's like, dude, I listened to it twice. My dad told me it was probably the best one we've ever done. Yeah, I've heard it a lot. So... Again, if you haven't listened to it, last week's interview with Five Star Rebellion, go listen to it. Not only did they kick ass during the show at MadFest, they kicked ass during that interview. So, highly recommend. Definitely. And in fact, I might actually make a clean version for people that don't like our cussing. (laughs) Because they're fine. It's us that were big weenies. (laughs) For that particular... uh, interview i might actually do a clean version and post that so i'll keep i'll 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 keep that up to date if i actually end up doing that that's an that's an idea that i wanted to do for Madfest and i didn't do i still have it at least for that interview i still might do that to get the most people listening to it as possible yeah we'll see well hey let's do some shout outs here it's getting pretty late we're an hour and a half into the episode what an episode it's been what a weekend it's been man yeah, it's been insane. Um, first shout-out is not the Twitch shout-outs. Um, person came up to our booth and wanted us and asked us to keep these cards at his booth because he, he bought uh, a keychain for MadFest, and he said, in exchange, do you care if we keep these cards on your booth? And I was like, yeah, sure, we have no problem with it. And I confirmed it. It's cool. And I just thought, you know, it would be kind of cool to just mention it. Mention him and mention what's going, what their card says. So this was Joe Walker uh, of the Rock Ministries. You can go to uh, rockministrieswv.com. They are based out of Nitro, West Virginia. And I believe they help out a lot with... Um, you you you're gonna have to. This is right. This is right off the cuff. I'm trying to remember exactly all that he said that they help with, but I think kind of like he's kind of like a counselor. Just yeah, helps. counselor. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he's basically a counselor for people that need it. So again, that is the Rock Ministries. Go to rockministrieswv.com. They are based out of Nitro, West Virginia, and the man's name was Joe Walker. 
See, I'm not sure if I should give out phone number or whatever. I, I feel like that's not my place. But go to the website. That, that info is probably there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so just to, just to cover our bases in that, just in case uh, I won't give out a phone number. But the website, one more time, rockministrieswv.com. I'm sure they'll, they're a big help. Definitely. Twitch shout-outs again. Now, I have to get on the rigs for this. <laughs> he gave me a lot of shit for not for both always mispronouncing his name or his <laughs> Twitch name and the fact that I don't say it's him. <laughs> yeah, he did. He gave me a lot of shit for that. By the way, we did an interview with Riggs with Wildcard 42. <laughs> Wildcard 42 on Twitch. Whenever that gets posted, I will make sure to share it on the Save the Planet podcast Facebook page. So you can also go there and look at that. Well, And I'll also mention it here on the podcast as well, so you, our listeners will know whenever that is available. It's also a video, po- a video interview, so cool. You get to see my fat lord butt. You get to see my little short ass. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> XX Freya XX, that is Falcon. Spooky Nick 666, Zachary Grady 96, that is Jedi. The old Jedi. Oh, I love seeing Jedi the other day. It was great hanging it's, out with Jedi for a little bit. It's always good to see Jedi. Need to get yeah. him back on the show. Speaking it's like of. Hanging, that's like hanging out with a saint. It is. Yeah, it is. Speaking of getting someone back on the show, after show, I need to discuss something with you. Okay. That's what we'll discuss probably the next coming guest. Awesome. And Psychotic Smoker, that is Smoker in the club. Go check them out on Twitch. She is psychotic. <laughs> very, very psychotic. <laughs> depends on the day. Yeah. Uh, at this time, we would do our normal shows of the week, but because I'm calling this the Madfest Hangover, not creative at all, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I feel like there really isn't anything going on. We were trying to look for stuff that was... Going on here locally, we couldn't find anything. So I looked and couldn't find nothing. So if we forgot, if we didn't bring up something, that's our bad. Yeah, we're sorry. We apologize. We we definitely like <coughs> to throw out the names of any shows coming up in the weekend when we can. Uh, this weekend is like I said, it's probably just the hangover from Madfest for a bunch of the bands that were there. Yeah. So and if there are other bands that we need to mention, like you know, J Bomb always mentions Dying Oath or whatever, we just couldn't find. Uh, their shows coming up. Uh, I mean, one thing I will say about Dying Earth, actually, on my birthday, they released a new song. Oh, then go check that out. What's the song called? I haven't got to check it out yet. I was too busy. Damn it! Well, <laughs> Dying Oath has a new song. Just look up Dying Oath on YouTube and Spotify and whatnot. I'm sure it, ha- it has it up there. Oh, yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, little advice that we have for you, uh, because it was mental health awareness we uh, day, and we were, Madfest was all about mental health awareness. Uh, just, just, oh my gosh, I just had I just had the biggest brain fart I think I've ever had. <laughs> what a great time to do that when I'm talking about mental health awareness. And then your brain shuts down. Cool. <laughs> Take care of your brain. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't have a brain fart whenever you're trying to talk about mental health awareness. (laughs) Fuck. 
man, I suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been po- a long week. Positive talk. Week. Yeah, it has been a long week. Positive talk. Take care of yourself. We love you. We care for you. We want you to move on. Do whatever you need to do. Talk to whoever you need to. Mental health is very important. Indeed. With that being said, this is a long one. And also, if you've been listening, there have been cuts in of different points during Madfest that I cut in. J-Bomb was in one of them right before the Hangman's Ghost one, which, (laughs) what a shock. There was no audio whenever I wanted to play that. So that's my timing. (laughs) That's my good timing there for you. But I hope you enjoyed the cut-ins throughout the episode. We're going to finally get to the after show. No more cut-ins on there. We're going to just do straight around 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. This one might be a 20-minute one. I agree. Yeah, so. (laughs) It's getting late. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and you got to work tomorrow. I do. So we got to get out of here. J-Bomb, take us out. Let's get to the after show quick. Alrighty. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you were at MadFest, I know you enjoyed that. And if you were at MadFest, thank you for coming. If you worked MadFest, thank you for busting your ass and making it such a smooth, awesome day. Uh, it took it took all of us to get it done, and it, it turned out really nice. Um, so, yeah, everybody, though, have a great week. Um, whatever you do this weekend, have fun. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. And as always, stay metal. <laughs>